Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. All of this week, we have been talking about coming down from a spiritual high. Thank God for the times when we just seem to be lifted up into his presence, where we seem to be able to speak to him face to face. We hear his voice and we know what he wants us to do. But we don't always live there. We can't always live in those moments of victory. Most of the time, our life is spent just right down on earth, walking it out. Life is up and down. And we have been talking about how do we maintain our walk with God in just the day-to-day experiences. Well, we've seen many things. We've seen that we have to guard our heart. Don't leave your first love. Don't be content with just doing religious things. But always strive to keep that heart relationship with God genuine and real. I was telling you about my wife and I. We courted over a long distance. She lived in Tennessee, and I lived in Ontario. Do you think those times that I didn't see Kay, when I wasn't able to hear her voice directly, that I loved her any less? No, as the saying goes, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And so it is in our spiritual walk. We really need to see this. There are going to be times when God seems so close that you could just reach out and touch him. But then there are other times when you just have to walk by faith. You don't see him as clearly or you don't hear his voice as clearly. But know that he's there. And watch that your heart doesn't drift. I was talking that absence makes the heart grow fonder. But there's another expression. Out of sight, out of mind. Now that's what we have to guard against. That in the day-to-day walking out of our life before the Lord, that he doesn't get out of our mind that he doesn't get out of our heart. The Lord writes a church in Revelation, the church of Ephesus, and tells them that they have left their first love. They were doing all the outward religious activities, but the Lord said, I'm missing the heart connection with you. I'm missing our relationship. It reminds me of a poem that I read years ago, and I can't remember it all, but it was supposed to be a letter that the Lord wrote a person that had that had been neglecting their devotions and their time with him. And in this letter, the Lord says, I miss our time together. You know, I think when God writes this church at Ephesus and says, you've left your first love, it wasn't so much that he was just sort of demanding that they love him, but he was missing the relationship. He was missing the closeness. He was missing the time that they spent together. You know, it says that God came down and walked with Adam in the cool of the evening. But because of sin, that was broken off. Someone said that Jesus was God following Adam out of the Garden of Eden. And I think that's so true. All that God has done in history since Adam has fallen has been trying to draw us back to himself, whether it was by the law and then by the prophets. But then Jesus came to die for our sins, to make a way that we can have fellowship back again with him. All of this is done, I believe, that God has a longing for us, a longing to fellowship with us and to walk with us. It's because God misses us. 
And so he's not so concerned that you just go through religious activities and go to church and read your Bible and and put in acts of service at different things. Now, all those things are good and important, but I really think the essence of it is that God wants our love. He wants that relationship with us. He cares about us. So the admonition to this church was, remember back to those times. Remember those first days of passionate relationship with the Lord. And then repent. Whatever you have done to walk away from that, change your heart. Turn back to God and do the things that you did at the beginning. In other words, begin to act in the ways that you did when you first fell in love with the Lord. This is the call that God gave this church at Ephesus. And I believe that all of us need to hear that from time to time. Because God is longing for us to maintain that loving relationship with him. Now let's talk about something that most of us do not want to talk about. What happens when you sin? What happens when you fail? I mean, it happens to all of us. I don't want to talk about it as a pastor. I hate to admit that there are times, even though I know God and all the things that I understand and all the things that I have experienced, that there are times through the weakness of my flesh, I fail and I sin. And that grieves me so much. What is God's attitude towards us when we fail? Well, here's what I want to tell you. When you fail, God never does. He doesn't fail. When you walk away from Him... He doesn't walk away from you. In fact, he never leaves us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. But when we sin, we feel a break of fellowship. It's like it hardens our heart so we're not as sensitive to his presence. And so from our perspective, we say, oh, well, the Lord's not close to us. Well, he's just as close to us as he's always been. It's just that we're not as sensitive to it because our sin has dulled our spiritual perceptions. So we need to be aware that God never leaves us. In fact, God is not disappointed. Now, this is what we naturally feel because we know what we should do and we know our weaknesses. And when we fail, because we're disappointed in ourselves, we think to ourselves, well, now God is disappointed. I mean, he thought better of us. He thought that we could really do this, but we can't. Listen, that's not God's attitude. God knows us more than we know ourselves. God is never disappointed. Disappointment seems to be that I expected something and I thought it was going to happen and then it didn't happen, so now I'm disappointed. I want you to know God knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows all of your failures. He knows what you're going to do tomorrow and the day after that and the year after that. He knows all things, so he is never disappointed in us. We never catch him off guard. I mean, God never scratches his head and says, Oh, boy, I really thought that they were beyond that. I thought that they were going to do okay, but now they failed. No, God knows this. He knows we're going to fail. You know, our experience of raising our children should really teach us this. God cares for us as a heavenly father. And the feelings that we have as fathers and mothers come from him. We feel the way we do towards our children because of the way that God feels towards us. So just look at how you think about your own children. I have two little grandchildren, and I am watching them grow and develop, and it's bringing back to me all the experiences of raising my own children. 
You know, first, when they're an infant, you can just put them down and you don't have to worry about them because you know they're not going to go anywhere. I mean, you can set them on the floor on a blanket and you can go about your business. And when you come back a few minutes later, you know they haven't gone anywhere. They're still there because they're so small. They, they can't do anything. They don't move yet. They haven't learned to crawl. But you don't want them to stay in that situation. You want them to grow. You want them to be able to move. And you look when they get up on their hands and knees and they start to sway back and forth. And you want to help them to learn to crawl. But you know when they learn to crawl, now I can't leave them because they're going to get into trouble. As soon as I put them down and I turn my back, they're going to start crawling and they're going to grab for this and they're going to grab for something else. Listen, a child begins to get into trouble as soon as he learns how to move. Now, so it is in our spiritual life. When we're doing nothing and just an infant laying on her back... We think, oh, well, we're pretty good. We're not getting into any trouble. But that's not what God wants. He wants us to grow. He wants us to mature. And the process of growing and maturing is that we start to move. We start to do things. Well, as we start to do things, we're going to get into trouble. And there's extra attention that we give to toddlers because we know they're curious. They're going to do things that they didn't do a year before. And so we watch them more carefully. Listen, that's how God is towards us. He knows we're going to get into trouble. He knows we're going to fail. But he loves us. He cares for us. And when we do, he corrects us just like we would correct our own children. But he's not disappointed. He's not even overly angry. He just knows this is the process of growth. We watch our children begin to learn to walk. And we're so excited to see them take the first step. And they take a step and then they fall. I mean, do we go over at that point and reprimand our child because they have fallen? No, we're so excited they took their first step. Do you think God is any different? When we begin to take our first steps in maturity and we start to do something we've never done before, but we fail in it, and because of the weakness of our flesh, we fall down, just as a little child, because of their weakness, they fall down? No, we pick them up and encourage them to go again. God picks us up and encourages us to go again. God loves us. God cares for us. His love never fails. There's an incident that I read not too long ago that just really encouraged me, and I hope that by sharing it with you today, it will encourage you as well. It was an incident that Jeanette George wrote about. She's an author. In one of her books, she tells of how she was on a plane flying from Tucson to Phoenix. And she said, as we got on the plane, there was a young mother there who had a little baby girl. And she must have been 18 months to two years of age. And she said she had a white dress on and a pink bow in her hair and just a cute little girl. And she said that the mother told her that they had been away for a few days and they were going back home. And she was excited about seeing her husband again. And, of course, the little girl began to say, Da-da, da-da. And the mother said, Yeah, we're going home to see Daddy. And she said everyone around was delighted by this mother and this little girl. But then the flight started, and they got up into the air. And the mother had brought fruit and juice for the little baby. And as the flight got turbulent, the little girl began to be more and more irritable. And the mother began to give her more fruit and more juice. Until, you guessed it, just before the plane was to land, this little girl just brings up all over herself. It's running down the front of her dress, and the mother quickly tries to wipe it up as much as she can. And then they begin to deplane. 
and she said I followed this mother and little girl off the plane. And she said by this time the little girl's a little happier, but her face is all red and her eyes are all puffy from crying, and the front of her dress is still all wet. But then she said she saw the father across the room waiting for the family, and he was standing there in a white shirt and some flowers in his hand. And the mother came up to him and said, Here, here, take her. I've got to go clean up. And she said, I wondered what this father was going to do. Here this little girl was reaching out to him, saying, Da, 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 da. But she looked and smelled a mess. She said that father didn't hesitate a moment. He scooped her up and held her close to his chest and said, Ah, my little girl has come home. My little girl has come home. Jeanette George says, I watched him all the way to the baggage area. He never stopped kissing her. And she said, I thought to myself, where did I ever get the idea that our Father God is less loving than a young daddy in a white shirt who doesn't care what his little girl looks like or what she smells like? He's just glad she's home. Folks, where did we ever get the idea that God doesn't love us when we mess up? He holds us to himself. He's not afraid to get dirty. God loves us. He cares for us. Know that for certainty. Well, our time is gone. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.